and the next game has been released april 4th uh to the 18th is uh is going to be the witness which is a game i've been really interested in and, and have yet to pick up i can't i'm so happy <laughs> the witness wait a minute the witness is that the, is that the one with the puzzles yeah bro yes i thought you have that you have that on xbox did i pick it up yeah you have it on xbox bro it was the, yeah, a, it was it a free game it was a free game like uh i don't know four or five months back on xbox oh so it, so it was a free game okay then i have this <laughs> then i'm so excited i have it free on, t- on two platforms <laughs> there you go all righty so uh so th- and that's how terrible my backlog is i don't even know what games i have for god's sakes all righty bad one uh, i know what your backlog is <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Alrighty. gentlemen what's up how are you doing it's me manny c i'm sitting here with tie fighter buddha will and um oh wait there's no there's no end it's just freaking (laughs) tie fighter and buddha will today oops uh uh, well hey we are the hardcore casuals (laughs) a collection of oddballs and content creators who's dedicated to bringing you the very best of games gaming and all things entertainment ladies and gentlemen welcome to the hardcore casuals lounge oh baby uh how was uh, uh you know i'm uh, we're, we're excited we're jumping on in brand new week a lot of stuff happened this past week a lot to to like meeting new stuff. i mean like one really big thing and then a couple of other things as well okay 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 like, well it's like yeah. you know steak and potatoes bro you know yeah i mean it's it is i mean a potentially an industry defining event yeah can't wait to right. get into it um but before that, let's let's cover the bases, shall we? Let's talk about that website. Oh, baby. TheHardcoreCasuals.com. That is TheHardcoreCasuals.com. Go ahead and check it out. We got uh, uh, we got a blog. Oh, baby. <laughs> you know, we got a... Uh, and it's actually, you know, it's something that uh, put a lot of work into. And it's... it's uh, I mean, I'm proud of it. Go ahead. Check it out. Leave some comments. Um, we look at everything that you send and it really makes a difference it really uh 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 we really appreciate you and if you if you like what you see you know go ahead and uh and and go to the the social medias hit the twitters you know uh, uh pass that link if you will um and uh and yeah we got a patreon if you like what if you like what we're doing and what we're trying to do and you feel like hey you know what these guys you know the, i like them i like them they're they're the, the, i like the cut of their jibs uh well consider <laughs> consider Whoa. <laughs> i like well, them know. jibs on your boy <laughs> oh, man. 
because uh, you know you can consider uh, uh, supporting and being part of the uh, Patreon sub club. We really would appreciate it. Um, alrighty, now, now, uh, let's go. I guess we'll start with Buddha today. Buddha, oh, what uh, what have you been what have you been playing? Oh man, it's it's what have I not been playing is a better better <laughs> uh, better idea. Okay, so first off. Obviously, I've been playing Magic, and everybody knows I'm going to play Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. Still gold rank. i got a few days left. Hopefully, I can get platinum before it's all said and done. That's over with. Okay. Uh, I've been playing One Piece World Seeker. I uh, touched on it a little bit last week. I got to really dig in more to it um, uh, this past week. Um, and it's still a fun game. Um, there are a couple things with the game. Like if I, I feel like if you're not a One Piece fan, you're probably not going to get it. Um, it's just not, it, 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 it deals a lot with the characters that are in the anime. Um, so depending on how far along you are in that anime, and we talked about it before, it's a very long series. It's been out for a long time. You know, you, you might not, you might not enjoy it. I, I think the reason why I'm enjoying it is because I'm a fan of the anime. So, um, but if I had to take that of, out of the equation, if I just said, Hey, I'm just a guy that just wants to play this game. There's a lot of there's a lot of issues with it. Uh, some of the mechanics are, are really rough. It feels like uh, the game itself is just not. Um, it's rather empty. You go into these towns and there's just not a lot of people in the town. You would feel like there would be more people in these big giant towns on the world. Uh, the quest can be kind of repetitive. It's not anything that's going to blow your socks off. Uh, the story is is okay. Uh, but it is fun being Luffy and 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 gum gum in your way uh, through things as far as like rocketing through the air and doing uh, what he does best and that's being really if you're not familiar with it he has he stretches he's like a he's got limbs that can stretch all kinds of different ways and uh, that's how he fights he he. he is that like his his power? Is he just super strong? Right, yeah, yeah. So like people that in the series, if you eat this special fruit, there are those that gain super abilities. Um, and that's kind of how like the story progresses. So you have these pirates that have eaten this forbidden fruit that have gained abilities. And some of them use it for good. Some of them use it for bad. Um, Luffy is one of the ones that's obviously using it for good. Uh, but he's still a pirate. Um, and uh, yeah. It, it's okay. It, it's an okay game. I mean, like I said, I'm having fun with it. Once I'm done with it, I'm probably not going to look back too far, but you never know. Uh, the other thing I did play was Division 2. You, you, you. <laughs> now, I felt really bad last time because, you know, I gave Ty a hard time about Division 2. Um, it, yeah. Division it, Division is not my kind of game, okay? Yeah. Um, I wasn't very happy with the first one. Um and so, you know, but, you know, Ty talked it up so good that I felt like, you know what, at the, how bad can this game be to me? You know, I play several games that aren't that good all the time. Yeah. Uh, whether it be on Game Pass or whether I bought them on a sale somewhere and I tried them out. And sometimes they're not that good. That's just the way it goes. Some of them are great. It happens. Uh, some of them are not, not so good. Uh, but I felt like, you know what, I've seen enough of this game, watched people stream it, heard Ty talk about it, read his articles on the blog. If you hadn't had a chance to do that, please do. Um, so I thought, well, Hey, you know what? Screw it. My brother's got it on PC. He had been talking it up. He's like, a, I don't know. I want to say he's like level 
27, 28 or something like that. And he was like, yo, you need to get it. You'll probably like it. So I was like, all right, fine, fine. Uh, so I went ahead and got it on the PC. Now I have it on the PC. So um, I played it and, and it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. That's right. Um, so, you know, uh, I, I, I do still feel like uh, some of the enemies, some of the bigger enemies, like the bosses, are kind of, I, I don't know. I still feel like that bullet sponge thing going on. You know, I still, I still kind of feel that way. Now, granted, like I said, this is not a game that's normally my alleyway. This is more Tie Fighter. I'm just, I'm just, I'm visiting. <laughs> I'm visiting in this game. I'm visiting in this game. But I will say, I will say that you know what? Uh, it is fun. Uh, I've been playing it with my controller because um, I talked to Ty. Jumped in the stream. I said, "Hey." You playing this thing with your controller? You playing on the keyboard? And he was like, "Yo, playing this on the controller." I'm like, "Bet, okay, I'm gonna do that too." Now, my brother and them, they've been play, they play it on, you know, with their keyboard and mouse. But you know, I've, I've been able to uh, keep up with them just fine um, using my controller. Um, there was a few issues that I had just trying to get the game going, just because I've been having issues with Epic Games, and apparently, I have issues with UPlay as well. Really. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I, I, a lot of it stems from when I got hacked by the the guy in Thailand. Thank you very much, Mr. Tran, or whatever your name was. <laughs> um, you've really screwed me up really good. Uh, because, uh, you know, at the time, I didn't realize um, when I signed on with Epic, when I first got Fortnite way back in the day, before the Battle Royale stuff, I, I had that. And I guess I had linked my account, my Xbox account with it at the time. Um, but now, for whatever reason, I can't figure out how to undo all those things. So the current account mm. that I have with Epic is basically saying, no, you can't be Buddha will because there's already a Buddha will. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's me. Like, check it. I'll go into this other account. You know what I mean? And so it's a lot of back and forth trying to get everything back to one account right now. But once I did get all that settled and I got through all the updates and all that jazz, I did get to play it and it was a lot of fun. Um, the other thing that I played though, and Ty is probably going to be interested in this because it's almost kind of in his alleyway too, is, uh, the Sekiro shadows die twice. Ah, uh, Sekiro. That and, uh, looks freaking let me tell you, sweet. That is such a badass game. Let me tell you, like, I'm not a dark souls guy. Like I, I tried it a few times. Um, it, it was okay. It wasn't, it just wasn't, wasn't what I was into. Uh, I think the uh, what was the other game that was similar, like Lords of the Fallen. I think that was a free game over mm-hmm, Xbox, yeah. and I got into that one, and, and I tried playing it, and I didn't like that one either. It kind of got me aggravated, and I just quit which, it. Uh, which Dark Souls did you play? Uh, I think it was two. Okay. I want to say two. Um, and, you know, and I didn't probably I, – I just didn't give enough justice. I, I didn't realize what kind of game it was when I played it at the time. I think I just red boxed it and I, I just was wanting to check it out. And, you know, I just, I didn't probably give it its just due. Uh, but, but from what I gather from people that I've talked to that have played Dark Souls and have now played Sekiro, uh, it's like Dark Souls on steroids. Like, it, it, because it's more mobility, you've got, it's faster, you can do more. It, it's, it just, it, uh, it flows very well. Uh, I'm a big fan of just the, not the, not the genre of the game, but the, the time period that it's in with the whole samurais and shinobis Mm -hmm. and, and all that stuff. Like it really like I mean, I I think it's pretty similar to, uh, 
uh, a PlayStation exclusive Neo. I think a lot of people were comparing it to Neo a little bit. Um, but I mean, it's an excellent game. Like it looks great. It plays great. Um, I just got my little prosthetic arm. Uh, I fought a couple bosses and got killed really quick. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what do I need to do to fix this? And like, you know, there's all these techniques and like, I don't know. I, I, I really like it a lot. A lot. I was playing it just a minute ago before <laughs> we're coming to, getting ready for the, for the, you know, so, uh, yeah. So a great time with that. Uh, like I said, I've only just started playing it. Cause like I said, I only just now got my, how much okay. is, uh, stealth a part of the gameplay? Uh, half and half. Okay. Like do, uh, do enemies have like, like, uh, alertness bars on them or anything like that? Or is it yes, just, they do. They, yes, do. they do. Uh, so there's parts of the game where you're, uh, in bushes trying to work your way around, or you can just say, screw it. I want to fight everybody. And you can just jump right in there and duke it out. Yeah. Like um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it just, the movement is, is very nice. Um, you know, you're, I don't want to spoil too much, but you know, you, you got your special arm. If you saw it in the trailer, there's a special arm that you have, uh, that allows you to do different things. Um, and those different things, uh, are, make it, uh, pretty dynamic and a lot of fun. So, uh, but uh, that's what I've been playing and I'm um, enjoying all those games quite a bit. So that's awesome, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw a bunch of people playing Sekiro today and yesterday and yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I was super into this, to the soul series. Um, the first one, dark souls one uh, came out when I was in college mm-hmm. and it looked like a fun time. I was super into RPGs back then. And so I tried it out and for those who have played Dark Souls before, you're probably really familiar with the opening couple of areas because that's where a lot of people spend most of their time. And I, I didn't even make it to the Taurus boss. I made it past the first dungeon boss guy that you meet in like the t- tutorial area, but I never made it past the Taurus boss, which is like a really easy boss to get to if you know what you're doing. But anyway, I did not know what I was doing, so I didn't make it past him. And I straight up returned the game. I'm like, this is dumb. I don't like <laughs> There's no reason why I need to put myself through this because this is dumb. Uh, And then, uh, what was it, like six, eight months later, I was poking around on like IGN or something like that. And it was like seven reasons why Dark Souls is one of the greatest games of all time. Like it was one of those like really fluffy pieces about Dark Souls. Mm -hmm. And so I was reading through it. I was like, ah, man, like there looks like it looks like there's a lot of cool stuff in this game. I just didn't see any of it. And, you know, they're talking about like exploration and finding shortcuts and, you know, hidden uh, weapons and armor and, you know, playing with your statistics. And I'm like, this all sounds great. Like, man, I mean, maybe I can give it a shot again. I mean, obviously, I was looking back through some rose colored glasses about my first experience with it because, you know, the anger had long since passed. Um, But in order to make it easier on myself for my second round, I actually played the game with the IGN guide open next to me. And so it was kind of, it was good and bad. It was good because it allowed me to get through Dark Souls and see all the things that the game had to show you, which if you're going in blind, there's a really good chance you'll miss a lot of stuff mm-hmm. unless you're really good at poking around in all the hidden corners and stuff. Uh, but then there's the other side, the negative part of it is that finding those things and actually making some of those discoveries is is pretty much what dark souls is all about. Like that sense of discovery and sense of wonder and like, Oh my gosh, like I can't believe this was here the entire time. Like that, 
that's kind of the soul of the game. And I was completely robbing Dark Souls of that by having the IGN guide open. Uh, but anyway, it was it was through my playing Dark Souls that way that I kind of really learned how to play the game correctly, learned kind of the dance of Dark Souls. So that then when two came out and then eventually three and then also with Lords of the Fallen uh, and there's a couple other games that have kind of followed that that formula. Uh, once you learn the dance, and I know that's kind of a weird way to say it, but once you kind of feel the flow and the rhythm and the tempo of how the game works, you can you can you can get through just about any part of the game. It's just different enemies have different move sets, and some of them are harder than others. And every now and then they place an enemy just right to where it's a real pain in the butt. But uh, once you figure it, once you get over kind of that hump of understanding of how you're supposed to go about uh, different encounters, it becomes much much more doable. So. If you feel like you're having fun with Sekiro, uh, I'd recommend going back, especially like number two is my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. It's not necessarily the best one, but it's my favorite. And the DLCs that came with it are like the best Dark Souls for me. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it, especially Dark Souls 3 is very, very good. And it they've done a really good job crafting that world. And you really see kind of how dark the series can get with that one. So if you enjoy Sekiro, then you, sh- you should definitely check out Dark Souls 3. And if, I mean, I, don't, I can't remember if you have a PlayStation or not, but I've heard Bloodborne is like top notch too, but yeah, that that's one one, that one's on my hit list. Yeah. Because, you know, I like the setting. I, li- I like the setting. Of, of course. I like the yeah, setting. It looks really cool. Sekiro. So, yeah. Anytime you throw in like demons, <clears throat> MRIs, and stuff like that, I'm 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 all about that life. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we don't get a lot of games in feudal Japan. That's not a very common setting. I mean, we see we see post-apocalyptic all the time. We see zombies yeah. all the time. We see sci-fi all the time. We don't see like outside of Assassin's Creed and the World Wars. We don't see history a lot, nah, and so. Yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely really cool. I think that one day we'll get a, an Assassin's Creed there. But uh, oh, and there's also an, a, a PlayStation game coming, Ghost of Tsushima, that's coming as well. That's going to be samurai like RPG. Mm-hmm. That's going to be great. But this it's really cool that we're finally getting a look at this. So I'm 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 really glad you're enjoying it. It looks like a lot of fun. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. You know, I was telling Manny before before the podcast, I was trying to give him a lesson in uh, the 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 ways of the Microsoft reward points. Oh yeah. I was and, uh, I was you know, like telling him I was I, mad that he didn't tell me about this sooner. <laughs> Dude, that's a job. <laughs> hey, but you know what? I got uh, I got Securo uh, twenty dollars off. Um, so wow, way to go, dude. So you know, I was like, yeah, I can't really pass this up. So of course, of course, congratulations, man. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, I'll uh, I'll take it from here. Yeah, um, go for it. I, I played Division a lot, not just a little bit, but a lot. <laughs> a lot. Um, so in the past week, I've played, uh, I mean, not as much as the hardcore players. I put in about 25 hours this week into the division. Uh, it's really good. Uh, I'm very happy and very impressed with not only the volume of content that this game has to offer, but the state in which it's being offered. There was one major bug that I talked about last week where players were experiencing their skills disappearing after a split second. Uh, so if I throw my turret out, and in a perfect world, your turret you know, pops up and for like 45 seconds, it'll sit there and shoot enemies, uh, which is great, but you'd toss it out. And like the moment the gun got into the ready position, it would blow up and go on a 15 second cooldown and do nothing. And that was, that was a bug that was common to many pieces of gear, uh, not just the turret, but many things. And so basically abilities were broken when it came out, but it's probably not a generous way to start my discussion of the division two, because outside of that (laughs) bug, the game is, is, 
really well done. It is very smooth. Uh, it is very big and it is very dense and full and well populated and alive. And I'm just really, really enjoying it. Um, one of the major criticisms that we had with Anthem was that it does a really good job of breaking your immersion over and over again. So if I'm in the fort and I'm in first person and I'm talking to these people and then I want to go out. Okay. So then I go into a loading screen and then I go out and then I do my mission and then I go into a loading screen and then I go into Fort Tarsus and then I go into a loading screen and I go into my forge and then I go into a loading screen into Fort Tarsus and then a loading screen into the world so I can do a mission. And then I go into a loading screen and it's just break, 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 change from first person to menu to third person to first person to menu to third person to forge. To, it's just, you're always popping back and forth and this and that and the other thing. And it's just, it's, it's so, it, it can be a little jarring, uh, I think is the word. And with the division, you are assigned a mission. And if you, uh, if you are assigned a mission, you can walk directly to that mission. And there's no loading screen when the mission starts. It's literally a doorway. And as you walk through the doorway, the mission begins. It just, it just starts, right? And you're there and you're in it and there's no shift in anything. It's just now you're in the mission, right? And you, you go through and you complete the mission and all the objectives are there and you complete it and you kill the guy you need to kill and you get all the loot. And when you're done with the mission, generally the missions are structured in such a way where there's usually a doorway or a hallway or a window or something that you can hop out of uh, the moment that you're done and you're right back on the street and you're right back in the open world. And there, and once again, there is no loading screen. There's no break in your experience between before the mission, during the mission, after the mission. It's just one single thing that you just did along your way. And so because of that, the Division 2 really sucks you in. Uh, you are a part of this world and it is happening around you and you are experiencing it around you. Uh, more clearly than just you know almost any other RPG that I've played. So from that respect, it's very, very good. Uh, the guns are excellent. The loot grind is extremely fulfilling. Um, I have some criticisms about mods and stuff like that, but I think that's a talk for another time or for when I write it all out. But uh, overall, like to, to put it succinctly, like this game is extremely well done from a technical standpoint. I'm very pleased. Uh, playing it on PC is pretty cool because that 60 frames a second is pretty nice. And uh, overall, it just it feels excellent. And I, I'm, I'm really excited to keep playing. I'm, I'm almost 25 hours in, or I'm just right at that point. I'm still only level 23. Um, and you know, max level is 30. I don't know where I am in the story. Uh, it's probably one of the big drawbacks about this game is that the story is it's virtually non-existent. You're kind of just going to point A and killing a bunch of guys and then maybe picking up an objective. And yeah, I mean, sometimes there's little microcosms of stories, but like the greater story of the Division 2 is basically just like save Washington, D.C. from bad guys. Right, and right. so it's not particularly strong in that way. But I'm able to kind of make my own story and 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 help the people that I want to help, and that's that's not a big drawback for me because I'm having so much fun with the RPG nature of this one, which is weird. You know, looking back, like story and lore and and context is the reason why I like Destiny so much. Like that, providing the world that you are playing in is one of the things that Destiny does best. Uh, the Division Two does it worst, uh, but I'm still having a wonderful, wonderful time playing. So. Uh, if, if that's the type of game you like playing, I mean, I know there were a bunch of people who like monster hunter world. I think this definitely fits into that, uh, minus the enormous bosses. But as far as, um, 
as far as you know, getting your gear and, and leveling up and powering up and seeing the the minute improvements with the introduction of a new piece of gear and uh, you know, slowly increasing those stats and, and finding the perfect weapon with the perfect perks, like that's all there. And they've done a really, really good job. I mean, to the point where I logged into the division two for like half an hour after stream last night, just because, you know, stream was good. We went through a raid on destiny. Um, everyone else was kind of calling it quits for the night. Uh, so I, I quit stream and I was just like, you know what? Like, I feel like hopping in just for a minute, not long enough to make a stream out of it. I just want to go in and play for a bit. And in that half hour, I found, I think it was six pieces of gear that were improvements on current pieces of gear in that half an hour. Like I'm finding so much stuff that I'm able to turn over almost my entire gear set uh, in that short amount of time, finding cool stuff. Like I thought that was really great. And so like even short bursts of the division can be rewarding. And I think that's a really great move. Are you in those instances like that where you're not playing with anybody, are you doing it solo or are you, just I've been making. I've been playing solo 100% of the time. This has been okay. entirely solo. Nice, nice. Hmm. Yeah, so... You know, you know, the other part, when you were talking about the lore and stuff, you know, uh, I had tweeted out to you about that, uh, that comic book. The comic book, book. Yeah. yeah. That looks cool. And uh, that was the other reason that he kind of like, was like, well, you know, they got a comic book, and that's... <laughs> a big that's, one, too. That's a graphic novel, man. <clears throat> yeah, I went ahead and ordered it. I've got one. Oh, no way. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, of course. I've got it. You know, I'm I'm all in. I'm all in. Tie Fighter oh, says, hey, you know what? You need to check out this Division 2. Man, you flatter me. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, it, it, it's like I told you before. I like Wildlands. How bad can it be? I you mean, it, how bad could it be? That's right. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, what I've noticed, though, as I played, it's very similar to like what Ubisoft has done in their other games. Like, uh, you know, you talk about like going from one mission to another mission without skipping a beat. Like, it's very similar, like to what Wildlands is when you when you're when you're playing that. You go after one guy, and as soon as you're done, you're like, "Well, where do we go now? What's closest to me? Well, that's over here. Let me go here." And it's almost like uh, there's a lot of side missions and stuff that you can get into without actually digging into the main story. So sometimes it can get muddled where you're like, wait a minute, is this part of the main story or am I, what direction am I going in now? Like, what is this? Exactly. There's a lot to chew on. And I think they've, they've kind of made that a, almost like their staple now. Cause you see that in Assassin's Creed, like when I have, uh, you know, when I played uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, I played that a lot more than I did Odyssey. Um, but we'll talk about that uh, in the in the news. But the uh, when I played Origins, it's like that too, or it's just like, like you you go to this area and there's like all these things to do over here, and then you on one mission you end up on some other side, and then there's other stuff there, and you just kind of just it just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. You just keep going and plugging away at it and finding new things, and and uh, where you just kind of you almost lose track of what the story is supposed to be about anyway, because there's so much going on. So, yeah, absolutely. So overall, like, like I said, that's pretty much all I played this week, but, um, I'm having a ton of fun. So I'm probably gonna be talking about, about it for a hot minute. Cause I, like I said, I haven't even gotten to the end game yet. And, uh, from what I know of what happens, like it basically completely changes when you hit the, the quote unquote end game. Like it is an entirely different game once you get there. I mean, not, not from like a goals standpoint, but like, entirely new enemies entirely new system of loot entirely new lots of things and so i'll have even more to talk about once i get there which uh should be by early to mid next week so i'm, I'm pretty pumped 
Nice. Well, it, it sounds it sounds from everything I've ever heard of of this game. It sounds like they really got the the core mechanics and gameplay down, like to to a T. You know what I'm saying? Hundred like, percent. Um, and it's 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 surprising. Like you you would think that a Tom Clancy title would have a better story. You know, so that. That is a little surprising, but at the same time, you know, really at this point, Tom Clancy, Tom Clancy's name, like look at Siege, you know, like there's no, well, there's no story basically. It's, it's they're mean, yeah, in, Tom they have Clancy guns, is, they shoot. Tom Clancy isn't associated with novels anymore. He's associated with real world military. Right. Yes. And, yes. and like that's it. Right. That style is going to be a, you know, quasi realistic uh, military fantasy type type deal. Uh, and that's it. You're right. So, um, but it looks really good, man. And I'm still reading your articles. I'm telling you, I'm telling you like, guys, if you're listening to this podcast, go to the hardcore Look for one. Of, look for one of Ty's articles. You can click on the name, then you can read all of them. They're all really, really good. You know? Uh, yeah, I've been, I read, I've been trying to ahead. make the most recent ones a little bit more succinct. They've been a little bit quicker. So if you are interested in learning kind of quick bites about the division too, I've been mm. making them a little bit easier to digest. I feel like I got a little wordy there for a little while. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I was I'm, I was reading uh, uh, not this last one. I didn't read the one that you dropped uh, uh, today or yesterday, technically. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I read the the division two. Uh, the, with the bullet sponge one, and I was like, "Man, this mm-hmm. is this is just this is really a good freaking article, man. I really enjoyed it." Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, no, I I like your stuff, man. Um, so yeah, go check it out, guys. TheHardcoreCasuals.com. Um, you can click on the blog button, or you could just say TheHardcoreCasuals.com/slash/blog. Check it out. Um, alrighty. So what did I play? So I, I you know, I, I I played. I went back into the the world of Minecraft with almond almond's like so uh when are you playing minecraft on monday and i i and to, to uh to honest to god i didn't know if i had previously agreed uh to play minecraft oh, with her you done did or it now. or if she knew that by asking this question i wouldn't be sure and i would just give her a time <laughs> as opposed to asking a question um I, i'm still not sure if she tricked me or <laughs> if I actually set the date right, <laughs> uh, but with that said, oh my God, I had a fun time. I was very good. But here's the thing about that game: it's you start off with a mission, right? So my mission was I want to move some villagers from point A to point B, right? That's it, simple, right? And and then. <laughs> excuse me then uh, i'm like okay well now we got them here they're on top of my farm well let's let's try and make um let's try and make a breeder because that's really what i want to do so and i didn't look into making a breeder or anything the functions uh, i'm thinking well they're gonna be making the sweet sweet villager love you know and of course uh, yeah, so I so I said, okay, well, let's make a fornication room. And what do we need? We need beds. We need some music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're breeding villagers. Is that what's going down? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can, yeah, so you can, you can, you know, if they're happy, I they, can only they, imagine. They make the sweet, sweet loves, and you get new villagers. And then the the within the villagers, there's a trading system. You know, 
<laughs> so you can look at the villagers and and they see which ones have good trades. But... Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, it was hilarious. It was just so many things went yes. wrong. So many things went wrong. I was just laughing at every single time something went wrong, and and Panda was like getting flustered, and I was just. I laughed so hard I was I got a little lightheaded. It was just like tears coming down my cheek. It was just like, man, it's just funny. So you know, I don't know. Like I know it's an it's an older game, uh, but good God, man, you get a group of friends together and it just it gets silly. It's pretty fun, you know. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, what else? What else? Uh, I played a bunch of games, but you know, a bunch of siege. Love, love Siege. New character is awesome. I'm trying to get a group of people um, to actually carry me to. I want. I'd, I'd be happy if I can get carried to platinum. You know, and they're and they say no. We can get you to diamond. Diamond being the top. So here's here's my question. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's very specific to this particular statement you just made. You say that you're looking to get carried to these high levels. Right. Uh what happens when you get there because oh, if you get if you if you get carried up to diamond uh all of a sudden you're going to be playing against diamond players all the time are you worried about just getting pooped on i mean honestly um you like on on casual play you you can run into diamonds all the time you you run into diamonds all the time regardless like i i'm already i'm in the gold levels Sure, but like, uh, okay, yeah, in in casuals, like for sure, in in, in yeah. quick play or whatever, yeah, yeah. But like, okay, so I've I've played ranked in a game exactly once. Right. I I generally yeah. don't do ranked because it's a little sweaty for me. But I've done ranked oh, yeah. one time in a game, and that was with Smite because uh, I played that game a lot and I felt comfortable with it. And I was just like, you know what, screw it, we'll do it. And uh, I queued up and started playing with uh, a team of random people that I'd never met before. And exactly one person on the team that I got matched with had a mic. I had a mic. We started playing and we were talking and it turned out that this guy was a, a semi-pro player mm. for oh, Smite. Like he nice. was very, very good. And yeah. he would like basically himself by himself, he was steamrolling people. And so I decided that I was going to stick with him. He was happy to have me play with him because I could just hop on support, which is generally the the least desirable position. And so I could play support and I could set up all his kills. And we were both happy because just like you said, I was getting carried for my placement matches for sure. And just like that, I got placed in whatever's above gold. Right. right. So it's bronze, silver, gold. Is it is it platinum there, I think? Uh, in Siege, it's platinum, yeah. Okay, so I think it's the same. And so, yeah, okay, cool. Then I'm I'm plat four or whatever it is. I'm not high platinum. I think I'm plat four because I didn't win all of them. But then I'm playing in plat four as someone who has zero business in being in plat four. <laughs> right, right. And I couldn't I could not play ranked anymore because every time I played, I was getting placed in in you know platinum and even some diamond players, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I was getting steamrolled every match and I was getting flamed by other players and getting sent hate messages uh, because I wasn't up to snuff and it was like one of the worst <laughs> gaming experiences of my life uh, because I had gone beyond where I should have been. And right, so right. that's like, that's my experience of ranked. I don't want you right. to 
to to have that experience. So I, I my I guess my advice would be be careful, man. Um, getting carried, well, getting carried is a double edged sword. I've played. I I mean, really, I say. Uh, I you know I've been I'll be carried or whatever, but it for the most part I I know I can play by myself with randoms and I can get to you know m- mid to upper gold if I were constantly on on the ranked you know um, with a team it's a different it's a different deal altogether you know and yeah gold it plays a lot different from from platinum plays plays different you know to the diamond it is a different level for sure but um i've i've played that game so long like i i i know i i'm you know like it's not really i'm not afraid to play diamonds i i've i've played against them already you know what i'm saying and if i was newer to the game and i haven't invested already multiple years in <laughs> of game time you know it's freaking it may be different. I see what you're saying. I appreciate your concern. I do. But I'm I'm playing with fire, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. I wanna see if we can organize it. Um uh with you know with with my group it has to be a scheduled thing that's the weird thing it's you know when, when you're when you're gaming uh, you know without stream life or whatever you just hey let's get together and we'll play but if i say hey i want to make this a stream thing well now we have to say well we every week we want to have it at this time can you do it and, you know you put a little rigidity on there a little structure people all of a sudden they're like oh wait a minute no, i'm not sure about this anymore so so we'll we'll work on it um Anyway, moving on to the next game, Rocket League. Uh, had a lot of fun playing the Rocket League. It's a game that we haven't picked up, or I haven't picked up in quite some time. But I, I uh, we picked it up. We had a, a Rocket League tournament yesterday, um, a small, small tournament. It's a part of our uh, initiative for the hardcore casuals to to have a more and more consistent gaming events, right? And and every little one that we do, we're definitely going to learn a lot from, and we learned a lot yesterday. Uh, but I have to say, I think it went really well, man. I think the turnout was was uh, pretty good uh, as far as educational purposes of running these things. Uh, definitely learned learned a lot, uh, but we had a blast. Uh, I definitely got beat, you know, uh, but. Uh, but it was definitely a lot of fun. Rocket League is good, and we're do, we're gonna do another tournament uh, sometime soon, uh, for sure, for sure. So yeah, so those those are the games. Those are, those are the games I played. It's wild how simple that game is, and and how much like knowledge you have to have to play it. Oh my god! Yeah, there's different levels. So there was there was like uh, more casual players, right? And then there was one team. There was one team that was like, they knew what the hell they were doing. They were like straight up freaking pros, basically. You know what I'm saying? And they were doing things like flying in the air, flying right like through <laughs> half of the the field and and timing it so that you could make contact to the ball and, and direct it. Like, I mean... I, it sounds simple, guys. If you play this game, you realize how freaking difficult this thing actually is. How much mastery you have to have of the game to control yourself mid-air and change directions mid-flight. 
I mean, it's it's mind boggling how 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 like the skill level needed for that. Yet we were. This is what I was looking at. I'm, I was like, oh my god, what what is this? <laughs> but it, so we had no chance. Jersey and I, uh, Jersey Qua, awesome part of the uh, uh, hardcore casuals community. Uh, we were the freaking Reekins. The freaking Ricans, because uh, both of us share some uh, Puerto Rican heritage. So, freaking Ricans, and uh, I mean, we we talked all the smack. We were like the smack talkers <laughs> of, of, uh, leading up to this, and we scored. It was best of three. We we lost both games, and we only scored one goal. Uh, and it was like, damn, we got <laughs> we got smacked up, bro. But you know what? I had a lot of fun, and that's what it's all about. So, and that's that awesome, dude. is my story. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it! Oh, baby. Um, and with that said, uh, let's. Uh, oh, wait, wait. Oh, do you hear that? Yeah, that's my favorite sound. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, it's good to have you here. Welcome to the news. It is currently. Friday night, March 22nd. We're here for the news. Thank you, everyone, for joining us again for podcasts. Good to have you here. My name is Tie Fighter. And tonight's first and foremost, I was telling the guys we're probably going to spend the most time talking about pretty much one main thing. Uh, for those who have been watching the news, especially on gaming, this past week, you may have seen a fairly large announcement from our good friends at Google. Google Stadia was announced. So, I want this to be less of a me TIE fighter telling you guys this news story. And I want this to be more of a discussion because uh, we all watched it. We all saw it. We all know what's there. Uh, and I, I would definitely want to hear your guys' thoughts on this because this is a really big thing. So to put it shortly, Google has created a platform called Stadia that is basically going to allow players to play games uh, through the cloud. They're going to stream these games and they'll be able to stream them to any device that holds a Google machine, whether it is a Google phone or a TV using a uh, one of those Google Chrome casts or a Chrome uh, book or your laptop or your desktop, you have one account and you can play a game on that account wherever you go and it will save your progress and play in full HD 60 frames per second on no matter what device you have, as long as you have good internet. And then they also announced a controller the controller looks kind of like a mix between an Xbox and a PlayStation controller. And this controller not only will allow you to play the game, but it will also bring with it like your profile. And you can then kind of have one cohesive experience of using the controller to play the game on your computer and then just swap screens over to your phone and continue playing with the controller on your phone as you're going. So that's the short version. Uh, obviously, this is huge that... Uh, you know, there we don't know anything about pricing yet. We don't know anything about if it works yet. Unfortunately, that was one of the major negatives of the conference. That yeah, they they told us a lot of stuff about it. Google was really happy to get up on stage and tell us about all these things that they're bringing, but they didn't show any of it. Unfortunately, we just kind of saw what they wanted us to see. We haven't seen it in practice. Very few, if any, uh, you know, major news outlets have gotten their hands on it, uh, but. Overall, it's it's kind of a it's a kind of a mystery right now. We kind of know what it is now, but it's still a little bit of a mystery. So, what are your what are your thoughts, uh, Manny? Uh, I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Uh, I mean, it's it's potentially is it's potentially uh, can change 
how we even look at gaming, right? It's it's really tr- uh, potentially transformative for the entire gaming industry, you know. Uh, I, I think it's incredibly ambitious, but there's, like I said, there's, as for every one really cool thing, there's there's like a, a question of like, well, how is that going to work? And, and, you know, what does this mean as far as ownership is concerned or whatnot? Like, mm-hmm. like you said, what's the cost? There's lots of questions um, and it says, oh, it depends on your internet. Well, there's lots of places that don't necessarily have the best internet, you know? Um, that's and that's going to mean that you're, that you're, it's impossible for you to get, you know, the quality that, that they're, that they're, uh, touting, you know? So we, but, we did hear from Google that while during the test, they recommended a minimum of 10 megabits of, of download speed. They're saying now that if you want 1080, uh, 1080p resolution at 60 frames per second, like they've been advertising for, you know, since this conference, you'll have to have 25 megabits of download speed. And they also spent time in the conference talking about how like, oh, just wait, like uh, 1080 is just the start. Like very soon we'll have 4K right. 60 frames per second. And it's like, I don't even think 25 megabit download can handle that much no. data for 4K 60 frames per second. Yeah. So well, it'll, be even, it'll that, be even greater than that. They said... And they're, they said, yeah, 4K. And then they said, and we're also prepping for 8K. Like, they're they're looking far down the road. So right. I think they uh, use the word infinitely scalable. Right. Now, I mean, well, first of all, Buddha, what are your initial thoughts on, on all this before we go in? Uh, did you take a look at the, the video? What, what were your thoughts? Uh, well, I, I, I saw the video, and, you know... Um, some of you might remember I was part of that project stream. Yeah, uh, for that demo. With, That's right. Uh, with with uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and it was pretty amazing to be able to log in, and it says, "Hey, are you ready to play the game?" And I was like, "Sure." And I clicked the button, and boom, I was in the game. And I was like, "Wait a minute, uh, no, no, nothing to download, no setup, no nothing." It was I was in there right away automatically instantly and i think that's the big thing to take away from this is that uh being able to do that without up without a patch without without an install there's no you don't you're not waiting for anything you once you agree that hey yeah i'm ready to play this game you click one button and you're in the game there's no there's nothing to wait on um it is it's 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 pretty amazing so I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it all goes. Um, obviously, if you don't have a decent internet connection, which, you know, we know that not a lot of people have great internet internet connections, but we also know a lot of people have very good hardware. And I think this is a way for people that don't have the necessarily best hardware to still be able to play games that maybe require more hardware. Like, you know... Uh, some people have issues with playing like stuff like Apex Legends because, uh, you know, their processor isn't uh, what Apex is recommending it to be. Or, you know, you hear people that were playing, uh, you know, Resident Evil 7 that were having issues uh, not being able to play it um, uh, at the pristine uh, settings because, you know, it, it their, their hardware can't handle it. Uh, this is going to bypass that. You're going to be able to play sweet games on a potato. And that's that's pretty amazing. Uh, now, whether or not you'll be able to get it 4K, depending on your internet speeds and whatnot, I mean, that's 
that 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 will be something that we'll just have to see. Um, but I mean, even if you could play a game at 1080p, like I was playing at 60 frames without having to do anything other than click a button, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, it is very know, cool. They, uh, they showed it off in the demo, you know, where he's like, he's on a laptop and then he, he goes and he gets on his phone. That's got the, the controller adapter to it. And then he goes from that, he goes to a tablet and then he goes from the tablet to a, a PC and there was no skip. There was all just one 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 flowing uh thing jumping from one device to another device uh and i could totally see how that would work because you know that that's how i felt when i when i first got into that program uh for the testing um so i mean it, it's it's going to be uh it's going to be a game changer depending on what it's going to cost i mean obviously not everybody's going to be able to benefit from it but for those that can and if you don't care about achievements, then I guess <laughs> I guess right. it won't matter. Well, yeah, there, so that's so, a, that's an important oh, point. Like this is this is not going to be Microsoft. This is not going to be Xbox, like we talked about with the Switch. Mm -hmm. This is going to be entirely its own platform. Now they mentioned that they are open to crossplay. They're open to cross save and that kind of nonsense. But uh, I mean, we've already seen like yeah, it's it's possible. The technology is there, but. Uh, you know, we've had a really hard time getting the kids to play together on this one. It's just, yeah, we, we as as much as people are saying they're willing to do it, we've seen it in exactly what three games, maybe. Uh, so that's a that's a problem that has not yet been solved. Uh, one thing that is really cool, though, that they spent some time talking about is that while right now developers are creating games in such a way that a, a user can play them and experience them uh, in in high quality with a single computer that runs a single CPU and a single, albeit high-powered, GPU. When we're playing games uh, at home through Stadia, Google is doing the computing on the back end and then you're just kind of experiencing it in real time. Google can have significantly more than one graphics card running a game at a time. And so that is going to allow developers to put significantly more technology into a game because they know that they're not going to be dependent on a person's potato build in order to have the experience. They know that Google has lots of power to give you know a user two, three, five graphics cards worth of juice in order to supply what could be this very interesting, intensive experience that they wouldn't have been able to do otherwise unless they had a, a rig that was you know quite literally thousands of dollars. So. Uh, this is just, that's just kind of a check mark in the column of uh, wow, this could be really cool, but you know there's still a lot of check marks in the uh, in, in the reasons why it could potentially be a little while before we get there. One comparison that I heard that well I, th I think really hit the nail on the head was this is a lot like when iPhone came out, and you remember how a lot of people uh, you know the world had to be convinced that having a touchscreen phone could work. And so you, you, you kind of have to teach people how to use that kind of phone and how to integrate it into your life and how to make it a part of what you do every day. And so maybe Google is just kind of taking that leap. And since none of us know how to experience games in this particular way, maybe some people are more resistant to it because of that, because we've never seen it. But Google thinks with this release, Google believes that they are creating a platform that is going to allow for people to experience games in a way that we are 
we are supposed to for the next generation. So it's very interesting. Like we said, this could be a big paradigm shift, not just with Google, but with Microsoft definitely coming out with the xCloud uh, coming very soon. And even whispers, this came out today, even whispers of Walmart wanting to do some sort of game mm-hmm. streaming service. Walmart's um, in the mix. Amazon's like, uh, in the just mix. Just Google, just Google video game streaming Walmart and you'll find some kind of fringe like rumors that, we're kind of circling around, but, and we, and this is not even to speak of what PlayStation five could potentially be within this space. So, uh, it is going, there's going to be a lot of streaming and well, hopefully yeah. with that competition is going to come some pretty serious, big, fast advancements for us to, uh, benefit from. So I'm looking forward to it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah absolutely. Just, so I'll uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, brother. I'm sorry. No, oh, no I was just going to say, you know, I, th- I think, uh, uh, Google's just, uh, just took the opportunity to come out you know, and say, Hey, we're doing this first kind of thing where we already know that Microsoft is on its way. We've already heard that Amazon was doing their thing. Now Walmart, I mean, all these places are jumping on this whole cloud technology and, uh, uh, you know, it's just, I, I, it's just a natural progression. I think, you know, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, as 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 important as this shift is, and we all know that that is the direction that everybody is moving in, right? With PlayStation now allowing uh, to play their games on on uh, iPhone, Xbox, having Game Pass, and and with X Cloud, uh, you know, uh, uh, comp, you know, the cloud computation like is is here, you know, game streaming that is. Is it's here in its infancy and is going to be huge moving forward. That that much is clear. And I always think, you know, how how funny it is. Like in the beginning when Microsoft was like, "Hey, we're we're gonna we're gonna have you know the power of the cloud," you know, and people were like, "Oh, please, this is terrible." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but look, that's 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 like the reality of it. It's is you know you're gonna have the computational hardware, you know remotely and and you'll be able to have that processing done on a separate location and have it pumped in uh to your gaming or or other or otherwise your, your experience you know but how, but at the same time what type of a tagline is the data center is your platform right that, so so i'm not really sure if that's a winner of a of a tagline you know and that's uh, that's one of the things where Google was uh, or or for Stadia says, hey, yeah, well, there's not going to be any type of hardware, uh, and the scalability of it is really cool. You know, it's it's something that's done uh, on the professional side for servers. You know, it's been for quite some time, and it's really interesting to see it being turned over for a brand new industry with gaming. But it, it does call into question some things, right? Like. There, you don't own anything. You don't own anything. You don't own the the games at all, right? You don't necessarily like. You have to. Is it going to be a monthly service? And if you don't, yeah, we don't know. We, I mean, it could very well be Netflix. Uh, but I mean, uh, yeah, I, I see. But then, if you, you're you're paying for this, and then you're also paying for the games, like. I'm not. I'm not sure. Like the. I mean, we need more information. Like, there's a lot of there's ownership questions, for sure. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean that was that was kind of the core issue with this presentation. It was like, like yeah, cool. Like, you 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 kind of told us about this a while ago. We kind of had an idea. This is what it gonna. This is what it was gonna be. But like, 
we didn't see anything. They just told us about it. And so mm-hmm. there's so many lingering questions about what this is. It, I, I kind of came away with a weird taste in my mouth. And it's like, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, the, the concept is cool. But like to to make such a big deal out of this conference and to get everyone all pumped about it and then to to show literally no things besides one small demo on, on stage with, you know, in a perfect environment, uh, that, that kind of bumped me up. Well, so well, I think the I, I think the the main their their main thing is to show that you know uh, you know obviously the project stream thing worked you right know, I, I I saw that it worked and I think that's that's the 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 big thing to take from it I think all the other stuff is just is just icing on the cake that we hope is going to be there whenever whenever we're able to buy it um I mean you know other than uh, what kind of hardware you're going to have I mean. I mean, the there's no, looks- not going to be any hardware. The data center <laughs> is your platform. Well, I mean, they got they got that special controller. You, you guys saw that that special uh, Google uh, controller that looks very much like a an Xbox controller. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a, I mean, that's what I was saying. It's like a, it's like the perfect mix between. Well, I shouldn't say perfect. It is a mix between Xbox and PlayStation controller in that uh, the button layout is exactly the same as uh, as the Xbox controller. The ABXY is the same, uh, but they've gone with the parallel sticks, uh, just like the PlayStation controller. It's definitely a little bit better looking than the one that we saw. The prototype, like weird patents mock-up that we saw like three weeks ago yeah but it's it still looks kind of like a knockoff controller yeah i mean it's got the two additional buttons it's got that capture button um that's on there so you're supposed to be able to hit this button and capture things and load those up to your youtube channel um i you know it, it sounds it sounds great uh you know but uh they didn't really demonstrate how that would work in in real time so right all the only the only demo that we got was just the being able to transfer from device to device which is still and cool. that is impressive clearly that is really very cool. impressive uh yeah. you know they they did note that if you are interested you do not have to use the google controller so if you're playing this games on your pc you are definitely able to use keyboard mouse. You're able to use an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller. Uh, you're able to use those things on whatever device you can connect them to. Uh, I believe the exception is you will not be able to use something like an Xbox controller on the Chromecast mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, you got to use the Google with the Google thing there. But if you're playing right. on a browser, then you, you can. The I exception <laughs> is that your your profile, like your, your ability to just instantly snap from one device to the next, is tied to the controller itself, tied to the Google controller. The uh, I, I will say this though, I, I would be inclined to get one of these controllers if it has that Konami code on it. Bro, I, did you see that? They listen. Mm, so so one of the things that sick. I found interesting. <laughs> I thought that was cool. It, yeah, yeah. Like I I think. When they came in, like the president of uh, uh, Google comes out and and he's like, "Hey, you know, I I I'm a, you know not really the biggest gamer, but I I love uh, we have the most popular game. It's on the the Google what is it? The Google browser game, <laughs> the, the Google, dinosaur jump game, the Google yeah. browser that has lost internet connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I mean, a I thought they 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 entered it with a good sense of humor because they knew like they're not known 
for gaming but and the, so the way they they moved into that I, I liked but they paid attention to a lot of things that's for sure and they had the freaking konami code as a little easter egg i mean not really easter egg because they wanted you to see it uh but yeah it's like i almost felt like it was a little too on the nose but it's a little it's yeah yeah, you know what? It could be. If I mean, it could be. It is. It's clearly they wanted you to see it. Like, hey, look, this is freak. We we know gamers. <laughs> Hello, gamers. Yeah, you know the Konami code. <laughs> so do we. I know. I know. Like we wrote the Konami code. <laughs> right. Hello, fellow um, kids. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, is it is it the equivalent of a corporate dab? Yeah. It might exactly. It, yeah. It's. I feel like it's very similar. I think you might be right. Alrighty. Uh, also, yeah, let's so talk. Hard, let's dude. talk about. Let's talk about some of the specific features of this, right? So, um, the data center is your platform. Potentially cool. Potentially terrible. Um, we're not sure, right? Uh, there's ups. There's definitely ups as far as computational power. I but, think if 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 the if the world had good internet, this would be an easy win. Yeah. Unfortunately. Internet is so undependable, especially within the United States, where this is going to be most prominent. Then we're going to have issues. Now, there are some people you think you think Los Angeles, you think Seattle, you think New York, you think some of the main like data hubs. Uh, they're going to be great. They're going to have a lot of fun. You think of where a huge chunk of Americans live in the middle of the in the middle of the nation. There's not a lot of infrastructure for high speed internet there, and so these people are getting left out in the cold. Uh, which is a bummer. Well, I mean, so, still I mean, yeah, even even if play. Google has data centers right next door, if your ISP sucks, you're out of luck. Buddha, what were you saying? Well, I mean, either they're still going to be playing whatever they're playing now, right? I mean, it's not right. like it's not like it, it they're going to have to go to to this system. But uh, you know, if they do have decent internet and they are interested in this type of system where you're you're playing something that I mean, like, you know, we talked about it, like you're not really owning it. I mean, you're just basically paying for a license to play it more or less. Um, Cause once you See, lose your that's... membership, I'm pretty sure it's gone. Just like you yeah. would anything else, you know, I lose my <sighs> Xbox live membership, you know? And, yeah. But there's you know. still lots of games that you, that you have and own, you know what I'm saying? That you can my play. My physical games, but uh... my, my digital ones though. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right, and more and more people are going into all all digital, you know. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I guess you know, rip ownership, you know. Like, yeah. Well, we I mean, Manny, we've talked stuff. about this multiple times. It's definitely like even if cloud gaming wasn't the future, like not having a physical copy of the game has been kind of on its way out, and it's definitely yeah. turning into much more of a niche audience anyway. Not because you're right. not because of cloud gaming, but because of convenience. Because of convenience. All right, so let's move on. Let's 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 look at some of the features. So look, Steam, the Stream Connect. Do you know? So that's that's where one of the things they they touted, right? Uh, that's right. that's kind of like the split screen uh, uh, option. So that's where you could you can bring in somebody else's view into your own screen, which I thought potentially was amazing. You know, that was my so initial 
thought? What are your thinking? So we used to have split screen all the time, right? So split mm-hmm. screen multiplayer used to be the norm mm-hmm. and now it is it is far from. And so the reason far because from. of that is because in order to have split screen, the console needs to be able to render not one, but now twice as much versions of the game at the same time. And consoles are not made to run two versions of the game at once on the same screen. So that has that has long since gone. But because this is now all being handled somewhere else with much, much larger capacity with multiple servers and multiple sets of GPUs and CPUs, whatever, they can put like as many screens as they want on your screen because it's not it's not your box dependent. So yeah, like the the potentiality for split screen multiplayer or split screen uh you know co-op or that sort of thing, having multiple angles for your view, like it's that's all possible. It's really, really cool. I so when when I saw this and they had this little demo and the demo was like some, you know, person running around in the woods and then you had some, I don't know, some flying creature up in the sky and you were able to call upon that view from the second person and I'm I'm immediately thinking of a game like like Wildlands or or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like a squad-based tactical type shooter where you're, you're scoping out an area and you can pull up your device, right? And then you can see what are other people looking at uh, as you case. Or you can have a like a person, let's say Siege, where person A is droning and, and you, can, you can, instead of taking uh, the all-encompassing uh, screen of what the drone is, you can pop a, a, a video, a, a little picture-in-picture window of a drone, which would be crazy. Like, really, like uh, little tiny things like that for squad-based type games, potentially amazing, you know? Very cool. So, so another thing that they brought up, I, I don't have the name of it here in front of me because this article is like super duper long. Uh, and Manny will post this article on the on the webpage when we yeah. post it. Uh, but it is the concept of if I'm watching uh, a video or a trailer for a game that has come out, the example that they use is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I love the trailer and I think it's really good. The trailer ends and you guys know how on YouTube always at the end of every video, they now have you know suggested videos for you to watch next based on this video and your history and, and whatever. Anyway, so one of those tabs is going to not be uh, what video you should watch next, but an actual link directly to playing the game that you just saw. So yep. say I watch this this trailer, I love it, it looks really cool. I click on this button and poof, I am I am playing the game with no like Buddha said, there's no download, there's no patch, there's no nothing. You are in the game and you can press the WASD keys and you are running. You are there. Uh, and that concept, that instant gratification of being able to play the game. That piece is specifically makes me think that this will be subscription based. I yeah, I agree. Because they they said within five seconds, and I was like, I'm not. I mean, unless unless they're using a one click to buy instant buy, poof, mm-hmm. which seems unlikely. Mm-hmm. It's it's. I feel like you're going to be a member of this and say, Oh, you're a member. Would you like to play this game that you just saw? Cool. Yeah. There you go. Gun. You're done. Right. And you're in. And 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 I mean, and that that also goes to say like why. They were so, you know, uh, adamant to show all of their partners and everything the way they Mm -hmm. did, you know? So as if like, oh, you have access to their games, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Not not, not necessarily all third-party games. 
as as their partners. Right. They did mention a first party studio uh, run by some pretty notable people that are going to be in the process of developing games specifically for Stadia. Mm-hmm. You probably won't see them for two or three years, but uh, Google will have exclusive exclusive first party games for Stadia, uh, which is interesting. Especially that since it is going like, to be. It was like ten minutes after they talked about cross platform, cross everything. Yeah. And by the way, we're making exclusive stuff, so well, don't go there. Go here. That's going to be the, the 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 make or break, right? All it doesn't matter what game platform you have, you have to have good games, right? At the end of the day, oh, of course, right? Now, what's interesting is first party games. That's not going to give a damn about the, what the capabilities of anybody else, and 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 say, okay, hey, if we can have you know, five GPUs, then let's freaking do it. Like how sick, I mean, what, what type of sick craziness are we going to see out of this potentially, right? Like computationally speaking far above and beyond what, what we, what we are used to. Yeah. I mean, we're uh, at least going to see doom eternal on there. That's right, baby. That was like, they had a trailer specifically for it. It was crazy. Well, any third yeah. party like Doom Eternal, like it's not going to be that much, but I'm sure it'll look some somewhat you know nicer, more polished. I'm sure. But well, I will say it was the first time I've seen a game come out and say we're going to have 4K uh, HDR on any platform besides the Xbox One X. So that is cool. That is true. Yeah. So yeah, you know. Um, but regardless, third parties are are beholden to the 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 lowest common denominator you know what i'm saying or whatever they, they want to be available for as many platforms as possible um so we're not it's not going to be like you know particularly stronger on one platform versus the other it's going to well, be true, that first part those first party games is going to be where it's at but if you're uh you know like i said earlier you know if you're if you're somebody that maybe you know you you got a, a laptop that you use that's you know maybe not the the top of the line laptop oh, yeah. for gaming and then all of a sudden you're now you're able to play oh, you know yeah. something like doom you know like i said on your potato that's pretty that's pretty awesome to be able to do that without having I told, to worry yeah, about freaking like, absolutely you know. so i think that's just a great way of getting into you know in more households really because how many how many people do we know that are like Hey, you know, I really need to upgrade my PC or uh, I need to upgrade. I need, you know, I need a new Xbox because I'm running the OG. I need, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, we run into that a lot amongst gamers. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. if you're able to bypass that and give everybody a chance at playing something, um, that's, you know, a newer game that's out, you know, because how many times you hear people like, well, you know, I, I got to I got to upgrade my graphics card so that way I can play it like I want to play it type of thing. Right. Not, not now. You know, we're going to put it right in your face. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that that aspect of it, potentially awesome, potentially game changing, uh, like make gaming super accessible, more accessible than it's ever been. That part seems really really cool like the potential alone is exciting all right um when is, all right, doom, so let's, when does doom come out uh, when is that, when is that i don't even know we don't know soon soon yeah i i thought that companies were not supposed to talk about games at e3 that weren't planned to come out within the next 12 months 
but Doom Eternal was one of the main trailers that Bethesda put up during their thing, and then we haven't seen it. It's going to be, they've already stated it's going to be the focus of their of their presentation when they come this this E3. So, so I expected it. I expected it like right now, uh, but uh, I'm ex- I'm now expecting it in the fall. Well, that's yeah. what I'm wondering. Like, when is this thing supposed to be coming out? Like later on this year, right? They said. I think it'll be a. I think it'll be a tiered release. I think we'll get it in stages. Hmm. For for we'll for, for Stadia. Yes, I think we'll yeah. get it. You know, it, we're, we're going to get the early adopters who are you know, the, the beta testers, right. And they're going to have mm. their experience and it'll, you know, like uh, I, the Chromecast, I think is a good example, right? The Chromecast came out and it was this, you know, little trinket and it did kind of stuff and it worked okay. And it's fine. And, uh, you know, now it's, now it's a pretty good piece of hardware, uh, a couple of years there and that worked really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that state is going to come out and it's going to be pretty rickety when we first get it. Uh, obviously mm-hmm. some really great fundamental ideas, but I, I don't think it's going to work great. In, that's in a, that's exactly right. There's a lot of great fundamental ideas that has the real, that has potential, like if they make it a reality and it seems as if they, that they are to change how the rest of the games approach their, you know, their own infrastructures, which would be also really cool. Comp- you know, competition, man uh it's it's all it's always welcome um what do you think about the state share there was a couple other things so there's style transfer uh uh that was that was interesting uh that they have the state share and also crowd play style style transfer was uh something that they can just take a picture and then it'll automatically take the picture and and turn it into like a gameplay uh um what is it? Uh, art style, you know. I, I thought that was oh, really cool. cool. Did you see that? Yeah, I it was pretty cool. Part. It was um, pretty cool. Um, I, I did saw... see that people can like watch streamers that are playing a game and then like put themselves in a queue to play against them in a particular game if right. the developers have developed a game in that way. And so if you know if the game if the if the streamer is playing on Stadia and the viewers are you know, have Stadia available, they can then connect their account to the streamer and say, okay, like I'm in line to play against you next. And like those two, they'll get queued against the streamer or, you know, multiple people will, will put themselves in line. And then, you know, kind of as the day progresses, or as the stream progresses, multiple, multiple people can play against the streamer. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Well, that's so they call that one crowd play and that the streamer could cuz i mean remember they also own youtube so they so the, right. they really keep keep youtube in mind and content creators in mind when when making these this platform which is also interesting so the crowd play thing i mean potentially could be a freaking stream sniper's dream you know what i'm saying right <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah. but it does it is interesting like because there are certain games that are just not like there's just not like built properly for for a streamer to try and 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 make a queue you know what i'm saying so some games are are are, are more pro streamer in that regard than others where crowd play is baked into the actual infrastructure itself it says okay well it doesn't really matter if the game has a multiplayer function at all, we we will have this overlay that they can this piece of of, of uh, tech or feature that they can utilize, and is to make this you know lobbies uh, um, 
available. I think it's it's potentially really interesting. Uh, and as a streamer, that sounds really, really cool. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, more ways to connect with your audience is always better. Is better, and yeah. I, I believe that every every gaming YouTuber who watched that thing, that watched this show, got excited. I think so. I think you're right. What um what about the the state chair? Like I think is it's another thing what that was interesting. That was where you can like currently you can save a clip, right? And then you can send it to somebody. You have a link and you can say, Hey, look at this game clip, right? Where this would be yeah. via a link, but you save the entire state of the game. Right? So depending on whatever the developers wanted to put in into it right so your placement uh your your inventory your your whatever it is the the entire state of the game and you can take a look at it and also since it's saving everything around it then you could actually interact with that same moment if you wanted to so it literally the, plops you in the same moment of the game yeah potentially interesting I mean, that's wild dude well, yeah, crazy. I mean, so that's really an interesting way of like saying, hey, I mean, I, you know, like I get, experience I get actually that the technology for that one is probably a little bit more straightforward because it's literally just copy pasting your profile into yes. their profile. Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. I just don't know if I would like that as a viewer because that it's like, but I didn't get to play the beginning of the game. I just like, you're just getting dropped right in the middle of it. That, uh, I don't know. I guess that's a, that's a philosophical yeah. problem that I game, have with yeah. it. Not a technical problem, but right. that's for another name. But anyway. Well, let's say for, for like a racing game and you say, bro, I just got the best time and I saved it. Can you beat it? You know, and let me see your times or whatever. Like that's uh, as a community for racing games, as an example, that's potentially really cool. You know, it's the same cool, you know, fun thing that we have when when uh, we're playing Forza Horizon and we just see the the name of somebody else uh, pop up on your screen in their car. And you're like, bro, I'm going to freaking get you. Or you see their times, you know, you can you, you just you can share within your community like, hey, this is this is my thing. What are you going to do? Can you beat it? You know, that's pretty cool. A lot of so potential. A lot. Of, see, that's the whole thing. So much potential, but then it's like, well, you know, show me the freaking nuts and bolts. You know, what I'm saying, what's going on here? I think you're right, well, though, Ty. I think it's gonna be a freaking uh, a service, uh, and with that, we're gonna be have access to games of their partners and whatnot, um, and it could be like a like a like a super cool interactive Game Pass kind of deal, where it you know it comes out kind of kind of okay with a couple key partners but you know if it if it uh picks up we can see a lot of the hotness going on over there love me some hotness love, yeah. love, love me some hotness all right we are gonna move on but if you guys want to continue the conversation with stadia about what you're going on what you think what you're excited about and how you think it's going to start make sure you hit us up on the social medias on twitter on the podcast notes questions hit us up on discord we are all around and available and we'd love to keep talking about it so hit us up yeah, there. absolutely until next time though on to the next thing playstation <laughs> has announced a new show called state of play so if anyone's ever watched a nintendo direct before so like a pre-made show video they're calling it a showcase um, 
PlayStation is going to start doing one multiple times per year, according to this, called State of Play. The first one is going to be taking place on March 25th, a.k.a. the day this podcast release, and mm. is going to be at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern. So if you are listening to this podcast fresh off uh, uh, the press, then there's still time. You can go check it out Monday the 25th, 5 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to read this quick brief from the PlayStation blog. Glad to finally be able to talk about this today. We are introducing a new video program called State of Play, and the first episode kicks off Monday, March 25th at 2 p.m. Pacific. State of Play will give you updates and announcements from the world of PlayStation. Our first episode will showcase upcoming PS4 and PSVR software, including new trailers, new game announcements, and new gameplay footage. You can watch live on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook worldwide, and we'll be offering up the VOD edition shortly after the episode airs. And this is just the beginning. State of Play will will return throughout the year with more updates and announcements. See you Monday. Square Triangle XO. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. I, I mean, we we yeah. obviously know that PlayStation is not going to be at E3, so we're kind of curious about when they were going to start sharing information and how they were going to do it. So this is kind of the answer to that, and it's exciting to see, A, it's it's right around the corner. It's only a couple days away. And, and, and B, like, it's good to see PlayStation talking again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. I, I mean, I know neither of you are real PlayStation junkies, so this probably isn't like you know revelatory <laughs> no, a, news for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, like you know, if we could, if we could potentially get more footage and information on Days Gone, if we could get more information about Hell, Ghost yeah. of Tsushima, if we can get more information on The Last of Us Two, there are a lot of games that we're really anxious to see from PlayStation. But you know, with the removal of their time at E3, it was a big question of when are we going to see these things, and so uh, I, I think this is going to be a focus on Days Gone, considering it comes out in April. Uh, for those who don't know, Days Gone is going to be another big open world uh, kind of. It's kind of a zombie game, but it's also like Sons of Anarchy, the RPG. <laughs> so uh, that'll be super interesting, uh, and I'm excited to see where that goes. So anyway, I will be watching this for sure. Uh, I'm very excited to see what they have to say. So anyway, I think check it out. Um, it's a it's definitely a, a a big deal for just just the communication like we when we look at companies like let's say nintendo that they they they've been doing this for a good long while and they had some like really open and honest conversations with their community and and we look at it and we applaud it anytime there's the more communication the better so so i I mean it's definitely a a good thing um and you know it's going to give us more to talk about and it is interesting, like with these pieces in place, uh, they have, you know, they, they, they own the narrative a little bit better. Like they they tell stories or Absolutely. their news when, when they want to, when, you know, on their own terms, uh, which is cool as opposed to going head to head on like an E3, you know what I'm saying? You can get crowded out or a GDC or what, or what have you, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it makes a lot of sense. GG. I can't wait to see what what they talk about. There you go. All right, moving on. Next thing, Apex Legends. If you uh, are a big Apex Legends player, I'm sure you already found out, but Apex Legends started their official season one this week. Uh, it came out with a battle pass, you know, very much akin to the Fortnite style battle pass, as well as a new legend. So uh, they call their heroes legends in this game. The new legend is called Octane, uh, and he's kind of a uh, high speed, all uh, kind of like a Borderlands psycho looking esque character. 
and then they also had the battle pass. Uh, let me read from the battle pass here. Uh, come to me. Where does it say? The battle pass. Get over 100 items with the battle pass. Fresh legend skins, banner cards, and more. As uh, you earn. Uh, sorry. And more are yours to earn as you play. Get them even faster with the Battle Pass bundle. And so I think the coins come out to about 10 bucks if you just want the Battle Pass, and then you can get a boost if you get the bundle, which is like uh, like 25 bucks. Uh, but anyway, there's an entire list of you know weapon skins and extra loot boxes and, and you know, player skins, and uh, they call them... Uh, what do they call them? They, uh, trackers, I think is what they call them. But basically when you go into the winning screen or the losing screen or the character screen, you can unlock stats for the game to track for you. So like with, with lifeline, I have X number of kills, but I have also healed my team for X number of hit points, or I have deployed X number of, uh, uh, of, of helpful gear pods or, you know, and so there's, there's dozens of different stats that you can track specifically for each legend. And those are unlockable through the game. And so you're, you're unlocking some of these through this battle pass bundle. Uh, so anyway, that happened. If you're an apex player, you probably already knew this, but if you didn't, uh, it's here and you can go check it out. Um, I believe that uh, some of this stuff is unlockable without paying any money. I mean, obviously the game itself is free to play, but uh, you'll gain levels and progress through the, the 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 whole deal as a battle pass owner. Personally, looking through what is in this battle pass, I think it's a little dry. Uh, as far as like player skins, there's only like three out of a hundred things. There's only three, and they kind of look like muddy versions of the regular skin. Yeah, and I think uh, you get those three just by purchasing the battle. Pass. Yeah, it's and you just get those outright, them, so you're not really it. even earning them, which kind of bums me out. So, I mean, you look at, you look at, I, I like looking at the last highest tier things and at, at level 95, you get a badge that says you made it to level 95 at level 96. You get an intro little emote thing. No, it's an intro dialogue for lifeline. So instead of saying like, hi, my name's lifeline. She says like, yo, my name's lifeline. It's, it's obviously not that simple, but that's what I'm talking about. Uh, at level 97, you get some currency, and then 98, you get like a banner, and then at 99 and 100, you get gun skins. And the 101 gun skin's pretty cool, but like, like that's it. They're just like very superficial things that I don't feel really add meaningful progression to it. I mean, again, again, this is personal. Like, I'm probably just being a negative Nancy here, but like there's nothing within this battle pass that says, Oh, Ty, like you should really consider buying this battle pass. It'll really enhance your experience. <laughs> no, I think, also, I mean, like, I, mean I guess if you were a fiend for ahead. those skins, I mean, if, if you're a fiend right. for those uh, skins, you're, you're probably going to go for it. I mean, but keep in mind though, you know, octane, the new legend that comes out, it doesn't come in the battle pass. You right. Yeah. He's separate. Him. He's separate. He's not part of this battle pass. I don't think you're going to get it because, you want to get unlocking a legend. No, that's not it. Um, the, the trackers that you get, I mean, those are the, the stat trackers are pretty cool because those are what you would use to advertise on your banner. Like if, if people are looking at your profile and you have those set up on your banner as to kind of like bragging rights or show off, showing off, uh, what you've done in your game, uh, to other players. If you're, you know, part of the, uh, what do you call it? The, the, the kill leader, uh, you know, and, and you and your banners up there, those those stat trackers that you place will show 
on there for other people to see. So, I mean, that's, that's cool and all. Um, I just felt like, I don't know, maybe because they've done so much by putting the game out and, and giving you so much for free anyway, maybe they just felt like, well, you know, let's, uh, let's taper it back a little bit for this first, first season. I'm hoping by the time next season comes along, they'll really drop the hammer and give us some really goods. They're really good. Good. So. Mm, oh, well, I think I'm one kind of, of the things that is that like the, the 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 Fortnite when in comparison to the Fortnite uh battle pass i mean really say what you will about Fortnite but they are mad science freaking geniuses you know what i'm saying when it comes to the skins and and creating perceived value like they like some of those skins are just so well done so unique and you know you combine that with a with a backpack kid style floss dance and you're like oh that's you know, it looks like the hotness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my my big problem is is that Apex is first person, and so like anything cosmetic is yeah. relatively hidden to yourself, and that, that I feel like that's true. Just so much value. Yeah, that I is. I mean, the gun skins true. obviously mean something because you're holding it right in front of you, but the gun skins only matter when you find that particular gun. Uh, but like, the only real emotes happen when you do an execution, and. You never see your own skin, not really. Yeah, you're right. That's a huge difference. Go ahead, uh, Buddha. I think they should have added more executions. I mean, I know they added like some intro voice stuff, you know, which is um, which is cool, you know, because obviously there's parts of the game where there is audio cues and it is cool to hear what some of them say. So I think maybe as they go along, they'll maybe expand on that. So instead of saying, hey, dibs, I want that, they might have a different way of saying it that might be better. Or, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. that that kind of dialogue, the audio clips, um, at some point I, I would hope get better. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I felt they fell a little short, but I think they did that on purpose. I don't, I don't think they wanted to do it like other battle passes where it's like uh, i think i think i read something somewhere where like we didn't want it to be like you know get two headshots with a wingman and you know that kind of stuff oh no that would break the freaking game well i mean that's what that's what fortnite does that's what i think uh pubg does it in their battle passes that's you know what i mean they get wait 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 they get they have a battle pass where well they'll give you an extra ability to Get a headshot. Well, yeah, you, get, you know, yeah, how you get, you, yeah. So you gain experience. You get, you get experience. Do you go to the next tier of the level if you meet certain challenges through? Oh, your the battle challenges. Path? Okay, 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 right. okay. Right. Right, right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know what I mean. Like, just I don't know. It, it, I mean, it's different, and it's like Ty says. You know, you, you can't really see your guy like that. In, yeah, in, makes a huge difference, man. Person. So. Yeah. I mean, you're basically getting new skins just to see when you're starting up. Yep. Makes a huge difference. Oh, well. But, it's, I mean, look, we, we, we're we sitting here poo-pooing it, but they're making money. Isn't that oh, right, Tom? Yeah, yeah. Dude, $93 million worth of money. Awesome segue, Manny, by the way. Uh, oh. Our next story <laughs> is that Apex pulled $93 million in their first month, which is pretty freaking incredible for a game that costs $0 to play. So mm-hmm. big that ups effect- to them. That effectively doing... makes them the most, uh, the most, uh, what is it? The, like uh, the popular, not popular, successful first month probably of a the, free game. the highest grossing first month, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Uh, okay, let's see. Superdata's report puts the numbers in context, pitting it against modern giants in terms of gross revenue earned. Its exemplary month places it in the sixth highest grossing on PC and fourth highest on console. On PC, Dungeon Fighter Online, League of Legends, and Fortnite are still ahead of it. Uh, on console front, it's beaten out by the king of the mountaintop, FIFA 19, as well as Fortnite and Anthem, which made a total of $100 million. That's our next story. Of course, Anthem is fully priced, while Apex Legends is free to play. Pretty crazy, man. Uh, Bro, yeah, that just shows games. the power of a That shows the power of a quality game that costs yes. $0, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. This is a game that this is a game that is is welcoming people into its environment with zero dollar down, and then people are are rewarding it for its goodness by spending money in it. And uh, it's it's proven to be a very successful model multiple times now. I'm not saying it's a guarantee, but it is viable for sure. I, I mean, yeah. Look, I mean, there's, I'm sure that a, there's a big percentage of people out there that said, "Hey, you know what? I'm I'm enjoying this game. I've put I'm putting time into this game. Uh, you know, I might as well give it something. You know, what I'm saying there's plenty of people out there that are that are like that. You know, I would I would venture sure. to put a guarantee on it. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, good for them. That's awesome to see. Um, Our next story was just kind of an addition to that. Like I mentioned before, uh, even in the face of what was, wow, a very rocky launch uh, from both a marketing standpoint and a technical standpoint, uh, Anthem still managed to crush it with uh, more than $100 million uh, uh, digitally. Wow. in, In its first month. So that is not speaking of physical uh, and I don't believe that includes international numbers as well. So uh, don't cry for Anthem. Don't uh, automatically assume <laughs> that EA is going to let it die because the game is obviously successful in in some capacity. Uh, this is also in addition to the fact that we've already seen multiple patches from Anthem. We have another big one coming out next week that's going to change another few things that we can talk about next Friday. Uh, but uh, it's very exciting to see a game that definitely definitely quote on, you know, air quotes flopped, uh, still do so well. Um, you know, the, whether you believe that's a good thing or a bad thing, that's a different conversation, I think. Uh, but I am enjoying the game enough to be excited about the fact that it did well enough that it'll probably merit continued, uh, support for the next year. So that's good. Yeah. I mean, you know, people are going to play games and I mean, obviously, I mean, it says they, they, so they made a hundred million in revenue and it said they made 3.5 million in microtransactions. <laughs> yeah. So that's actually a really great stat to bring up, uh, because we know for a fact that apex legends made $93 million in microtransactions. And while, uh, yes, Anthem did make more money compared to apex Anthem's like entire monetization for the next year is dependent on microtransactions that are obviously not working. So that's going to be ha- that's going to have to be something that they're going to address, uh, or else uh, this this idea, this concept that we talked about last week of of exciting notion of free DLC because of microtransactions uh, that could go away very quickly, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, I think in the long term, I, I I'm not necessarily worried for Apex. I'm not so not Apex Anthem. It, you know, they it's a brand new venture for BioWare, and I think really they did so many things so very well. Um, all things being equal, was it a rocky um, launch? Abs- absolutely. Uh, but. I mean, I think it's in the long run. They're like you said, they are fixing things at a rapid pace, which is good. Which is a very, very good sign for the the, the longevity of of the game, you know, the future health of that game. It still looks freaking beautiful. You know, what I'm saying I don't it care. It still looks good. It's gonna keep looking better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's that's about it for me. Manny, Manny, you tacked on this uh, final story here at the very end. I wanted to see if you were interested in taking it over. Uh, yeah, okay. Listen, this is the, the, I added this story because I'm 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 interested in. It's not no, nothing really to write home about, but uh, we talked about Left for Dead, right? Turtle Rock um is making the spiritual successor to uh to Left for Dead, right? So we were talking about what what made that game so cool, and and one of the things was how they told the story, right? Um, and we mentioned games like that and and uh, and Portal, uh, and then I I came across this guy, uh, where it says it's an IGN article. You could, the links are going to be in uh, in the the podcast notes, thehardcorecasuals.com slash podcast, uh, where where uh, the the writer, one of the writers for Portal and Left for Dead, uh, they're teaming up with. A, um, a designer, a game designer that worked on League of Legends, and they're they're getting together, and they are making a new studio, and and with the focus on co-op games. You know, now if you know any, if you are familiar with Left 4 Dead, uh, and we talked last time about how they told the story, not necessarily through big uh, narrative pieces, but throughout the gameplay, and your uh, and your overall experience, and the in-game. Uh, and your in-game uh, character uh, communication and whatnot. And they really told it very, very well, you know. Uh, so the writing was on par. And the writing for Portal, I mean, oh, my God, fantastic. It's like a classic, classic game, you know. The cake is a lie, right? I mean, <laughs> like, there's a reason why there's so many, uh, you know, g- uh, gaming circle, like, quotable uh, uh, things or, 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 or quotes from that game because it was just so well written, so well presented. Uh, and the co-op for, for Portal 2 was outstanding. So I love a good co-op game. Uh, and so the fact that these guys are coming in and said, hey, we're going to put, we're coming together, uh, clearly a, a part of an excellent writing team, clearly a part of a, a you know League of Legends one of the you know most all-time popular games out there right now, right? Uh, clearly, some clout here. The, having them come together with a focus on co-op to me, exciting. Check out uh, if that is uh, interests you at all. Go ahead, check out the link. It's it's going to be on the blog, and uh, and yeah, and that's that's that. Awesome stuff, dude. It's cool to see developers who have done cool stuff link up to potentially do even more, even more really? cool Our stuff. Yeah. Combined. <laughs> exactly man exactly all righty so um that was it that was it i mean there's another it's thing that we could talk about but it's not really uh not really you know 
worth anything. Maybe for another day. What? Yeah, another the day. The shutting yeah. down? Is that what you're going to go? <laughs> well, no, no. Well, no, no. Unless, you know what? I'm going to edit that out. Hey, Buddha. Hmm. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> oh, what do I got? Um, so uh, we've got some cool things dropping into Game Pass. Uh, Dos X, Mankind Divided, What Remains of Edith Finch. Uh, Manny, What Remains of Edith Finch. Man, oh man, that's man. right. Okay, so listen, what I haven't played of any of those games. I can swear yet. he said by the end of the month. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. No. I have seven no. days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vampire <laughs> uh, will be coming out on the twenty eighth. Uh, the Walking Dead, uh, Michonne. Uh, I didn't get. A, I didn't get a chance to play that one. Uh, but I guess I'll get a chance now on the twenty eighth. That'll be coming to Game Pass. Uh, Op- Operencia. I saw a little bit about this game, and that comes out on the 29th. Uh, also, I wanted to touch on is that the ID uh, Xbox Game Pass uh, is also going to be having their own little episode-ish uh, type of show where they're going to talk about the games that are coming to Game Pass, and that comes out, uh, I believe, on the 26th is what I saw for that, uh, when they'll be airing Noise. Yeah, so they're going to talk about the games that they had on uh, at, at E3, um and then uh and then also uh at XO 18 they had a few uh different games uh that they announced so and then they're also uh said they've got a a, a feature of a brand new game so we'll see what that's gonna be yeah, it could be interesting uh i love those indie games so looking forward to that uh our games with gold is going to be plants vs. zombie the garden warfare 2 um our PlayStation Plus has got a few sales. Uh, they've got a publisher sale for EA. Um, they've got some uh, a really good sale. If you never got on into the Kingdom Hearts, they have a Kingdom Hearts all-in-one edition, which includes 1.5, 2.5, 2.8, the final chapter, uh, and Kingdom Hearts 3 um, all-in-one bundle at a discounted, I believe it's, uh, I want to say it's 74 bucks on there. They also have another great sale, uh, regarding a, a bunch of different games. Uh, it's called the great indoors sale. Uh, on the Nintendo side, they've got a, a couple good games, uh, on sale right now. Moonlighter, uh, Splatoon two. Uh, they've got a couple games from the jackpot, uh, Jackbox party pack edition, uh, Firewatch, uh, Donut County, a um, couple games that you've heard us talk about before, and Night in the Woods, also uh, pretty awesome. Uh, our backwards compatibility, uh, Brothers in Arms, Hell's Highway, Brothers in Arms, Hell's Highway, the Deluxe Edition, and Air Mech Arena coming to uh, the backwards compatibility. And then uh, we've got uh, some good sales going on on Xbox. Uh, you've heard uh, Tie Fire talk about Destiny Two quite a bit in the Forsaken, yeah, the Legendary Collection, uh, the expansion plus the game thirty dollars, pretty good deal there. Uh, also, if you're interested in the Far Cry New Dawn, which is the latest in the Far Cry series, it's normally forty bucks. It's half off right now for twenty. I think you can actually buy Far Cry Five and the New Dawn as a bundle. I think for forty bucks right now. So. Uh, that's what I've so, got as far as the sales and whatnot. Yeah, buddy. For reference, the legendary collection is like Destiny 2 and the first expansion and the second expansion and Forsaken, which is the one that came out in September. So it's Is it the complete like one? Huh? Is that the complete is it so that's everything, right? 
it is it's not quite everything because it doesn't have the annual pass so it doesn't uh, include the black armory nor joker's wild uh, but if you're starting from scratch if you're starting from day one and you want to like go through the campaign and do everything there you got a lot of stuff in front of you so i wouldn't worry about it too much but as far as like amount of game per dollar for 30 bucks this is crazy this is a lot of destiny that's a lot uh, of content so definitely worth like if you're wondering if it's worth it's definitely worth <laughs> <laughs> and then not last but not least we've got our new games of the week which is uh, by the time you hear this um the 26th that tuesday final fantasy 7 remastered finally coming out good times mm-hmm. For those that uh, are fans of the franchise. When did that come out originally? Oh, when I was a wee wee lad. (laughs) (laughs) Way back. Man, that was a long time ago. Like, uh, gosh, 2010, maybe? No, no, older than that. Really? So over 10 years. Yeah, it's got to be older than that. That's wild. Huh. I played it on the PlayStation 2, I'm going to say. PlayStation okay. 2. Okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. Do you think it'll hold so, up? But it was one of those games. It's one of those games that, uh, you know, that was my first Final Fantasy game. So that was like my my introduction to this 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 world, and I, I fell in love with it instantly. That was like my first big game that I soaked a ton of hours into, uh, trying to find every little piece and... Uh, I, 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 I can't wait for it. I'm, I'm going to have to picking it up just for nostalgia alone. I'll have to pick it up. It might sit in my backlog for a while, but <laughs> right. Right. I'll know I have it. Um, and let me say the real quick, I'll just going to add on to on the Epic games store. They give away a free game every, every couple of weeks and the game has, has shifted. So oxen free is now free, right? It is. Well, that was kind of nice. Yeah. That's kind of a quirky little uh, little indie game. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Worth picking up. Is it already available sure. now? Is it available now? It's available now till April uh, April 4th. Oh, okay. So, pick it up. And the next game has been released. April 4th uh, to the 18th is uh, is going to be The Witness, which is a game I've been really interested in and, and have yet to pick up. I can't, I'm so happy. <laughs> The witness. Wait a minute. The witness is that the is that the one with the puzzles? Yeah, bro. Yes. I thought you had that. You have that on Xbox. Did I pick it up? Yeah, you have it on Xbox, bro. It was the, yeah, a, it was it a free game. Week, it was a free game like uh, I don't know four or five months back on Xbox. Oh, so so it was a free game. Okay, then I have this. <laughs> then I'm so excited. I have it free <laughs> on, t- on two platforms. <laughs> there you go. All righty. So, uh, so th- and that's how terrible my backlog is. I don't even know what games I have, for God's sakes. All righty. Bad one. Uh, I know what your backlog is. <laughs> that's what's I bad. Know. Oh, my God. All righty. Um, so, that, I think that's it, man. Was there anything else that, that we had to talk about? Not today. All righty. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, guys, oh, thank I, you. I will say this. Oh, I will say yeah. this. Alita Battle Angel. Really good. Oh, you yeah. saw it, bro! I wanted to see I that movie. Very good, very good. Don't get me wrong; I loved Captain Marvel, uh, but uh, if you get a chance to see Alita, Battle Angel, freaking awesome! I'll say that. Yeah, uh, that's one I I really really want to see. 
Uh, and I don't go to the movies that much anymore, but I, I almost went for, for that one. Uh, oh, yeah, I probably it's will. It's worthy. I, word. It's worthy. All righty. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. I think that is a podcast. Um, again, please uh, head on down to thehardcorecasuals.com. Check out uh, our offerings and whatnot. Uh, we have the the blog. We have the, the podcast notes. Uh, if, you, if you do go uh, on there, if you're on iTunes or have access to iTunes, a five-star review goes a very long way. Uh, you leave a five-star review, leave uh, a comment. And we will. You are guaranteed. Where we definitely read that comment live on air, uh, or recorded on podcast. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and yeah, uh, um, we we uh, we have the Discord, the hardcorecasuals.com slash Discord. Uh, join the community. All Buddha, Tie Fighter, and myself. We we uh, that's our that's like home home base for the team, right? The the hardcore casuals, and we're all frequent it. You go in, you say hi, and uh, and we can get chit-chatting about the topics of the week. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And we appreciate everything, all the support that, that you guys give. Uh, if you have it in your heart, to go ahead and uh, and support thehardcorecasuals.com slash Patreon. And, and, uh, and that's it. That's it. We're done. Um, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Peace. See ya. Excelsior, you bows.